Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. Enjoy. Hindsight's an incredible thing, right? I'm gonna be... Hindsight's one of those things that we wish we had more of. True? When I was 14 years old, <laughs> I, um, my dad had a workshop as big as this, and he still does. And he used to fix cars and motorbikes and all that sort of stuff. And I thought it was a great idea to go to his workshop when he was out, get on a customer's motorbike, take it out into the front driveway, and then do burnouts in it in the front driveway. And uh, does anyone not know what a burnout is? So you hold the front brake and you turn the throttle on as hard as you can and smoke. the back wheel spins, it smokes everywhere. It was awesome, hilarious, I was having a great time. Until the front brake slipped. And I drove that motorcycle straight into the door of a customer's Mercedes-Benz. Hindsight's a great thing, right? When I took that motorbike out, what could possibly go wrong? Well, I could tell you what could possibly go wrong. Not listening to my dad saying, hey, don't do that. Don't touch the customer's stuff. Don't do these things. And uh, not only did I run into the car door, the bike slid under the car and I was pinned under the car. And I had to wait for him to get back. I couldn't actually just try and disguise the evidence. It was one of those things that was just bad. Hindsight's an incredible thing. I, I, I love reading the, this Bible. This Bible is a book of hindsight. This Bible is a book full of God going to, to, to people, hey, if you do this, this is the result. And then people in the Bible read about it all the time, right? It's like, hey, I went and did this stupid thing. And God goes, well, I told you so. Right? Like, hey, I told you what was going to happen. In fact, every message that I send you is about, hey, if you do this, uh, this will come. But it's also a book of promise. Isn't it great to have a guy that goes, hey, look, you're doing dumb stuff, but my promises are yes and amen. They're forever. You know, they're, they're all these things in your world. But hindsight's a powerful, powerful thing. Um, <laughs> coming in the faith, love, hope. I love that we can look at in hindsight. And my message is about expansion. My message is about how big God is. That, that we can't box God into our mind. We can't put him in our world. We can't go, look, that's too big for you. I'm going to share a miracle that happened. Uh, not right now, but, but a little later on. A miracle I never thought would see in my lifetime. And God just continues to show up, continues to surprise, continues to go, I love you, I love you, I love you. You don't understand right now, but like hindsight, I've got something waiting for you up there that you can't see. Just follow my plan, follow the word, follow what I've got for you. And in hindsight, you'll look back and go, God, you are so good. Who's got those moments in their life? God, you are so good. I am so dumb sometimes. God, you are so big in my world. I'm so sorry that I doubt your faithfulness to me. You know, 20 years ago, I watched my mum get baptised, water baptised. Now, I never would thought that I could see her. It wasn't here. She went to church on her own. I used to pray for her. God, bring someone along to share your word with her. I couldn't do it. I could not lead her to Christ because there was too much hurt and pain and things in the way. But one day I turned up to church and I watched her get baptised and God spoke to me like this and he said, you know what? 
My ways are not your ways. My ways are so much bigger than your thinking. You can't control my spirit. You can't control the bigness of who I am. All you need to do is be faithful. All you need to be is just ask, ask and ask and wait and have faith. Every case, when we put kingdom hindsight, coupled with God principles, you can't help but expand. You can't help but get bigger. Because when we take the kingdom of God and we actually come and look to it and we apply the principles of the word of God to our life, we expand. Because it stretches us beyond who we are. It stretches us beyond our thinking. It stretches us beyond our mindset, beyond control. And we can't see what's up ahead, but God, you are faithful in what's going on. Now, what does kingdom hindsight and kingdom purpose mean? I've got these three bits of pipe here, right? And that's what we would call conduits. Um, They're used in lots of different things. But there's lots of principles around conduit. Uh, A conduit, its purpose is to guide and protect whatever passes through it. So if I put a bit of wire through this, its sole purpose is to guide and protect what is passing through it. But there needs to be some principles wrapped up around what it looks like and how it's designed for it to work in what it's called to do. Is that cool? Do we understand what I'm saying? A conduit needs to be available. Right? It needs to be there. It needs to be ready to be used. Uh, It needs to be unblocked. You can't shove something through where there's a blockage. It needs to be unblocked. Believe me, I have laid 1,000 miles of conduit, and when you hit a blockage, it's a problem because it stops what needs to go through from going through. It needs to be ready to receive something which means that it needs to be positioned correctly, correct? There's no point having a bit of conduit that's unblocked laying somewhere where it's not ready to receive what's to go through it. It's crazy, right? It's amazing how God places us, positions us, allows us to develop in a place ready to receive what needs to pass through us. What needs to pass through us. Its purpose is to provide protection and guidance. Now, the size of the conduit is an amazing thing. If the size of the conduit will restrict what passes through it. Now, this is a 20 mil bit of conduit, and I have something in my pocket, and it's a marble. Now, it would be ridiculous for me to think that I could get this ball through this bit of conduit. I would give it my best go. But for this ball to fit through this conduit, expansion needs to happen. Something needs to change. Right now, this marble is the only thing, hopefully, that will fit. Brayden, here we go. That may not fit (laughs) through this conduit. Which tells me that the conduit needs to expand to take the smallest little thing (laughs) I could force it but it gets stuck right pressure will stop it from moving isn't that like us pressure stops us from moving 
We get pushed into somewhere, but pressure will stop us if I can't expand to a place where I can receive it. We may have expanded a little bit. God's called us to expand. But again, if my thinking and the thing that I'm trying to believe on will not fit through the faith aspect of my life, I can force it, but it won't go anywhere. We've created a blockage because it's a designed purpose. Expansion's an incredible thing. But if I get the attributes of a conduit right, if I get, if I'm available, the right size, if it's unblocked, ready, positioned and designed for its purpose, the blessing flows through straight to it, right? That's what we're called to be. That's who we're called to be. We've got to continue to expand in our world and stopping allowing blockages to keep the blessing of God from us. It's got a purpose and the right purpose. The right conduit needs to be in the right position to receive the right blessing. I know I have prayed for many years on things, but my conduit was too small. The, I was too controlling. It was too restrictive. And God's like, hey, that's not who I am. That's not who I am. You need to trust me and look ahead. Even when things don't look like they're going well, you need to trust me and look ahead. Amen? Yeah, I'm finished. I'll trip on those things. I've already had one ankle injury. I don't need another one, I'll tell you. You know, when I become a conduit, when, the, when, when my purpose becomes connecting the blessing of God, God's blessing, it's not my blessing. I didn't create it. It didn't come out of my hands. I'm gifted and skilled and talented to produce the blessing that God wants to pass through me. So are you. You are gifted. You are skilled and you are talented to let the blessing that God has got appointed and anointed for you to flow through you for the benefit of something else. Amen? Come on. This is what we are. This is who we are. Today I'm going to give you four reasons that we can trust God. Four reasons. Now there is 4,000 reasons in the Word of God. I've just chosen four, right? Psalm 23 says, Then the Lord is my shepherd. Surely goodness and kindness will all. Who wants that? I want that. Right, what do I need to expand? What do I need to expand when the Lord is my shepherd? What isn't the Lord shepherding you in today? Ooh, that's a tough one. They're areas of expansion. What are areas of expansion that need to uh, uh, be created so the Lord can be your shepherd in those areas so surely goodness and kindness shall follow you all the days of your life? Amen? Oh, we don't like the tough questions, do we? No. The tough questions are good for you. Can I just say? Physiotherapy is painful, but it's good for me. I can walk here today because of pain and physiotherapy, because my ligaments had to expand, because my tendons had to stretch. Otherwise, I would walk inhibited and with a limp all the days of my life, which I don't want. What I want is to walk like a normal person and do the things that God created me to do. 
So surely goodness and kindness must follow me all the days of my life if I expand. Who's with me this morning? Yeah, come on. My first reason that God will love you and that He has got every good thing for you is this. God loves to give good gifts. God loves to give good gifts. John 3.16 said, For God so loved the world that He gave, He gave His only Son that everyone who believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. I could stop right here. I could stop right here. God gave. God is a giving God. God wants to continue to pour out blessing and giving on your life. It's not something, He's not a stingy God. He's not one of these gods that goes, well, you know, you've had so much this year, but now it needs to change. That's not who He is. God is a God of expansion. Even scientists and non-believers go, the universe is expanding. Why? Because God is a God of expansion. He cannot stay the same. He must continue to pour out blessing. And understanding. The greatest gift God's given us is Jesus. Do we agree? Amen? The greatest gift. This is how much God loves you and loves the world. To give His Son for somebody, anybody, who doesn't even know Christ. They're out there worshipping idols, worshipping the devil, worshipping things, worshipping immorality. God's like, hey, I'll send my Son to die for you anyway. We need to expand our world to reach those people, amen? Can I have anyone? Hey, in the house of God, it's about salvation. It's about seeing people come to the knowledge and fullness of Jesus Christ this morning. We need to expand this morning, hey? We need to expand to a place where people in our workspaces, people in our schools, people around our worlds, where we connect with and we start to share with them the goodness of God, the goodness of expansion, the goodness of blessing that's poured out, to be a conduit for the kingdom. To be a conduit for the kingdom of God. Amen. Matthew 7, 11 says this. Jesus said, uh, God is our heavenly Father and He delights to give us good gifts. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? I love to give gifts to people around my world. It's something I actually love doing. Giving gifts is far more pleasurable than is receiving. Now, don't get me wrong. Give me gifts, please, people. I actually like getting stuff. But giving someone a gift, they could be having the worst day of their life. What is a gift? You know what, Belle? <laughs> You're an amazing human. I love how much... You just influence and impact people. Isn't that a gift? Isn't that a gift for someone to speak life and hope and vision over your world? Pastor Dave, I love who you are. I love the faith that you carry. Alf, the people you connect with. Man, come on. The people that we go into the world and become conduits and expand our life, expand our language, to speak into, to be generous with what we do. This is God's called you to be. And how does that make you feel? pretty awesome right because that's what you're called to do to expand your conduit to grow bigger not to be stuck down and put in a place where there is no way for blessing to flow through you 
It's my experience. The more I expand, the more I stretch, the more the blessing of God pours out on my life. James 1.17 says, For every good gift, uh, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of lights, of whom there is no variation or shadow to change. God doesn't change. God's not Santa, right? There's no naughty or nice list. Praise Jesus. Can I get an amen? Righto. There is no naughty or nice list. God's not Santa. God loves you and he's like, I have this great blessing of gift awaiting for you. Can you expand? Can you be big enough to receive what I have for you? Malachi 3.10, put me to the test. Watch me open up the kingdom of heaven for you. Put me to the test, God says. How restrictive can we be? Hey, if we lived in kingdom principles, if we had hindsight to stop and look back and go, God, you have never failed me. You have never failed any situation that I've been in. You've never let me down. The Lord of heaven's armies are standing behind me. If we could only see them in the natural, right? You know what? We can see that in the spiritual. We can see the Lord of heaven's armies in, between, in front of every challenge and problem that we have, every disbelief that we have. I said the other week that whenever I have challenge in my heart, whenever my conduit is tight and shrunk, I see Jesus in front of me. And I see the Lord of heaven's armies behind me. And I say to myself, if God be for me, who can be against me? No weapon formed against me can prosper. Come on, this is, a, this is expansion here. This is seeing spiritual principles put into place. Where the Lord of heaven's armies is fighting for you, is waiting for you. There is no fear in expansion because expansion means you can take bigger things. You can have greater things. When we become a conduit, we become available. We become unblocked, ready to receive, positioned well. But that takes us to step into that place, right? That takes us to put ourselves in that position where Jesus is in front of us and the Lord of heaven's army is behind us and no weapon formed against me can prosper. Reason number two, he's already given us the greatest gift. We put all our faith and trust in the fact that Jesus saved us. Is that true? This is the foundation stone of our faith. This is, if you cannot stand there and say, Jesus saved me from my sin, then I'd love to chat with you later. But this is the foundation, the cornerstone of who we are. Jesus called us to expand, to step from darkness into light. And because of that, God accepted us. He adopted us. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, God saved you by grace when you believed. And you can't take the, you can't take the credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things that we have done. So no man can boast of it. When Jesus went to the cross, God removed our sins. Simple as that. Otherwise, if that's not the truth, everything that's been stacked up for the past 2,000 years is a lie. Yeah, wow. Every preacher's a liar. There are no miracles. Jesus saved you. Jesus redeemed you. So you can be expanded into who God's called you to be. 
so you can leave behind the worldliness that wants to shrink you down and says that you're not big enough. You know, spiritually, I mean, you're a giant. Every single person in this room is a giant. You're a giant. You're a giant. And God's calling you to that place, to expand to that place, to come and have a giant thinking in who God's called you to be, to be a giant conduit of what He wants you to do. Ephesians 1.5 said, He positioned us for adoption to Himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purposes of His will. Now Elias is my son. Many of you know Elias is my son, and he is. But I'm not his natural father. I adopted him into my family. I adopted him into my family, and I love him. Not one word has ever been spoken about being a stepson or a stepbrother. I refuse to have this language in my world. He is my child. I adopted him and raised him. When you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, He adopted you and He is raising you into into the kingdom. Why do you refuse? Why do you allow language to shape your world that's not of God? Why do we allow people to speak over our life that's not kingdom speaking? Why do we not take a hold of the biggest conduit thinking that we can think of and go, God, you are more than able. You are more than able in my every circumstance, in my every situation. I would never allow anything to happen to my children. Neither would you. Do you think God would see us lacking? When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, He adopts us and gives us every single privilege that is entitled to us through the Word of God. He will never see you lacking. He will never see you hungry. Sometimes we need to expand. Sometimes we need to grow. Sometimes we need to stop restricting our thinking and the conduits in our mind and allow and see the bigness of God and see the greatness of God and see Jesus in front of you and the Lord of Heaven's armies behind you and go, no weapon formed against me will prosper. No weapon, no language, no sickness, no brokenness, no words. We cut them off in the name of Jesus. We cut them off in the name of Jesus. Words will shape your identity. What words are you listening to? What words are you speaking? How big is your conduit this morning, church? What can pass through who you are today? Can I call you to something this morning, church? Can I call you to a greater position, to a greater platform, to expand your conduit, to expand the blessing that God wants to pour out over you, to expand your thinking, to stop and go, you know what? This world is passing away. But the heavenlies will live on forever. This world and all that's in it is passing away. Philippians 3.20 says this, But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. You and I have another destination. You and I are not stuck here. So let's start to think and place our thinking in the citizenship of heaven, in the kingdom of God, in the place where God is calling you to, to actually let blessing flow through you today.
to bring others along with you. What words can you speak to expand someone else? What things can you allow faith to speak into your world? When we put on a conduit blessing and allow expansion in our lives, faith grows. Blessing comes. Blessing comes. Reason number three, to be confident you cannot outgive God. That He is our caring Father. In Psalm 81.10 it says this, God reminds His people, I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open up your mouth and I will fill it up. Open up your mouth and I will fill you up. God's saying this, you were born into slavery. Did I not deliver you? Did I not send Jesus, my son, to deliver you, everyone in this house? Open up your mouth and ask God and I will fill it. You are my child. I love you. I love you with all my life. In fact, I sent my son for you. So you have the privilege, the authority to open up your mouth and I will fill it. I'm asking you, I brought you out of Egypt to a place that's called home, to a place that's called heaven, to a place that calls you to be a citizen of heaven. Don't you think I will meet all of your needs? What a question. How much do we doubt God in the fact that he will meet our needs? I did a big thing. I sent Jesus, which you accepted. I'll take care of all the things in your life. I've given you a book of hindsight. All you need to do is read it. It's right there. Just read it and you'll see you don't have to make stupid mistakes anymore, right? Hey, cool. That's right here. The same principles apply. I wrote this book, says the Lord of hosts, so you can expand. So you can come from darkness into light and expand your thinking. I said I was going to tell you about a miracle. I witnessed an incredible miracle last week that I never thought I would see in my lifetime. My father and my brother haven't spoken for 30 years. And there's so much hurt and brokenness there. Uh, It just is separation. It is a rift and a break in our family. But it took me to expand. I prayed and I prayed, God, God, God. But the truth is I didn't really want that to happen. Out of selfishness. And that's the truth. But I had to expand to a place where kingdom purpose, where God loves every single child in this world. I had to expand and let go of hurt, let go of my own things so I could grow. And God says, ask and I will fill it. But I had to be positioned. Righto? I had to expand, use the right conduit. I had to be unblocked. That was a blockage that was stopping me from letting go of those things. So God could let blessing flow through. My father turned 80 last week. Many of you were there to witness my brother and my father reunite. And in a moment, positioned correctly, without any blockages from me, I was able to facilitate the blessing of God to bring unity 
and unity and unity and unity back into a grandfather that's never seen his grandchildren. Back into a son that was broken away from his father. This is who God wants you to be. This is who God's calling you to be. I never thought in my lifetime I would see this happen. I give glory to God. Glory to God. But it took expansion. It took positioning. It took all these things to be unblocked for God's blessing to flow. God is an incredible miracle working God. He's a miracle working God. A miracle working God that's alive today. That's alive in your life. Do I dare to believe that God's big enough for me? Well, it depends on how restricted you want your conduits to be. The last thing that I want to speak on today is he's never failed to keep his word. God has never failed to keep his word. Just like my mother, I stopped and went, God, I can't do this. He said, you don't have to. You just need to be available. You just need to be unblocked, positioned and expand. And I will make this happen. Because you can't save anybody. All you need to be is available. And the greater you are, the more you expand, the bigger your conduit is, the more I can push through it. Amen? God told Israel that he would bring them out of Egypt, conquer their enemies and give them the promised land. Josiah uh, 21, 45 says this, Thus saith the Lord God, the Lord gave to Israel all the lands and he swore to give uh, their fathers. And they took possession of it and they settled there and the Lord gave them the rest on every side just as they had sworn to their fathers. Not one of all the enemies that withstood them. The Lord had gave them all their enemies into their hands. Not one word of all the good promises of the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. They all come to pass. They all come to pass. Not one word failed. What promises have God made you? God is a God that shall not lie. If God has made you a promise and He's given you a promise, and let me tell you, church, every promise in this book is for you. Every promise in here is for you. Every single one of them He's given to you. He shall not lie. He promised them to you. He brought you out of Egypt. Will you expand and receive and take those promises that God's given you? The more I adopt the kingdom purpose, the more I expand, the more I become a conduit of blessing. The more I make myself available and loosen my grip, the more God allows blessing to flow through my life. Surely goodness and kindness will follow me all the days of my life. 2 Corinthians 9.11 says this, God can pour out the blessing Sorry, God can pour out on the blessing in astonishing ways so that you're ready for anything and everything. More than just ready to do what needs to be done. One psalmist said this, He throws caution to the wind, giving to the needy, in reckless abandonment, in right living, right giving, ways never run out. His ways never run out. The most generous God who gives seed to the farmer becomes bread for your meals. He is more than extravagant with you. He gives you something that you can give away. 
which grows into full-formed lives, robust in God, wealthy in every way, so that you can be generous in every way when you pour that blessing out onto someone else's life. As we close today, church, how big is God in your world? I know my God is such a big God. I cannot conceive to even think and put Him in my mind. But when I use kingdom purpose and kingdom principle, and kingdom hindsight, I can't help but expand. I can't help but grow. Not one word has failed. Every single one becomes to pass. So we close today. My prayer for you is this. Father God, I pray that every person in this room this morning, Father God, experiences your expansion. Lord, allows your blessing to flow through their life. Lord, Father God, bring unto them the things that aren't being shepherded right now, Father God, so they can give to you to expand their world, Lord God. Lord, I pray blessing, goodness and kindness follow them here all the days of their life. Lord, I thank you for every person here in Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. And all the believers said. I know this message will keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.